Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes or so. Packed show. Let's get right to it and let's introduce the folks participating in today's show. From the Crosby Law Offices, the guy who's in charge, Chuck Crosby, uh, joins us at 499-6360. Good to have you here, sir. Good to see you. Good. And uh, also from... His office, but we're coming from offices because of COVID-19. We continue to do this. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Services. They hire vets. They are the number one home team inspection service in the country. That that uh, moniker still stays with you, correct? Uh, yes, sir. I think we uh, have a sizable lead. Good for you. And, yeah, uh, you, thank you. you and, oh, our pleasure. And you can reach uh, Brad and his team anytime at 357-0813. And, of course, I'm Bob Sekoler, um, 376-5483. And we are continuing to search for homes to put on the market and sell and using different ways out of the box to get the most money and sell uh, fast and for more money. And speaking of selling fast and for more money, we've got a seller workshop coming to you August 27th at 7 p.m. We'll be talking about a variety of things, including the uh, how to price the home, best marketing plan, staging tips, creating competition. It's a wide range of items that we'll be talking about, and I'm hoping that these guys will be on the show as well, both uh, Brad and Chuck. Uh, if you'd like to be part of it, it's free of charge, no obligation, uh, Zoom, which is cool. 7 p.m. August 27th, uh, you can send me an email, bob at com, and put uh, Seller Workshop in the subject line. I'll send you a link to register and get on board. All right, and if you want to see a replay, by the way, of today's show, go to louisvilleanswers.com. That's louisvilleanswers.com. All right, guys. So we got some, uh, some really good news, I think, for everybody that the housing market coming back. It's no surprise. We've been hearing about it. But there's more seller confidence that's been improving gradually after reaching its bottom in mid-April. And now it appears to have reached an important recovery milestone after five long months. Sellers are back in the housing market. A lot of people putting their homes on the market. I know this past week alone, we put uh, a whole series of homes on the market. I don't have an official count. How are things going on uh, from Chuck? Let's Let's come to you second. Let's go to Brad first. How are you in the way of uh, getting people uh, on board to have home inspections? Is that continuing? Because that's really the litmus test, starting with you, Brad. Yeah, so it's been very busy. We, ha we have uh, exceeded uh, weekly records week in and week out for the last five weeks. Um, so, yeah, it's, volume is still great. Uh, we had a record Monday for the number of inspections that came in. Mondays are always busy for us, but for a you know, back-to-school kind of Monday, in August, it should have been much lower. So it's uh, the mm. tail of the real estate market is definitely stretching on out for the year. So we'd love to see kind of that uh, that cut and come again type flowers that uh, are blooming again. Yeah, it's so, COVID-19 that's coming. pushed everything uh, down the path, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Chuck, how about with you? I understand. I know refis are still strong. How is your uh, home purchase closing? I'm seeing, <clears throat> I'm seeing more purchases than sales at this point. I'm sorry. More purchases than, than refis, refis at Got this it. point. Yeah, it's they're just keep keep coming. It's I, uh, I think it's we're not going to we're not going to see a let up, but I think this is good news for both sellers and buyers because I think as this goes with what's gone on in the past at the beginning of the year with COVID, I think it extends and thereby 
will help many buyers who are still looking for homes and help sellers who are been on the on the fence basically of putting a home on the market. The total housing inventory at the end of uh, this past June totaled 1.57 million units. That's up 1.3% from May, but still down, get a load of this, 18.2% from a year ago at the same time. So we're definitely seeing national or local. Yeah, those are national. Those are national okay. numbers, yeah. Locally, we're seeing things, Chuck, and that's a great point. Locally, if you go online at any given time in the past week, the number of homes on the market, and I'll do a check as we're talking here, but the number of homes on the market, we're hovering somewhere in the 1850 to 1900 homes in the Greater Louisville, that's the Greater Louisville Association of Realtors. Normally, this time of the year, we're seeing... 3,000, 4,000. And just to give you a little reference, um, back during 2008, 9, 10, 11, and 12, um, we saw as many as 6,000, 6,500 homes in the Greater Louisville Association of Realtors. And we're talking, again, this is from memory, not reading anything. This We're talking about uh, all counties that are in it, which include Henry and Oldham and Bullard, uh, Spencer and the surrounding areas. That doesn't include anything that's in across the river, but uh, is was pretty much uh, identical in the percentage. Uh, so as of this past week, we were hovering in the low 1800s, which is not, a, quite frankly, it's not because we don't have homes on the market. It's because the homes that are coming on the market in key price points are selling faster and for more money. And I think this is something that's important that we, we talk about uh, for our listeners one of the, the big things that we um, discuss on a regular basis, and I know, Brad and Chuck, we haven't talked about this in a while, is the absorption rate. Either of you care to jump in and define what the absorption rate is? No, sir. <laughs> if, if no more houses go uh, on the market, the oh. length of time it will take to empty the uh, market is the absorption rate. Oh, I love you, Chuck. You are Thank on you. it. Boy, Chuck. Thank you. I'm impressed. He's been listening. Chuck for the win. Chuck scores. So the and let's I'll go one more deep for either of you throwing the the ball up in the air. See who grabs it. So what's the indication of a buyer's market? Five or four, someone there. It's six months or more buyer's market. What's the indication of a neutral market? It's five to six months neutral, and then five months or less. Uh, is a seller's market. Potential sellers should know that the lower the number, the more of a seller's market you're in. So we do this every week uh, on a Sunday is created for us. And if you have a home, and again, it varies by condition of the home, and it also varies by the location of the home, and it also varies by the marketing brokerage that you use. So with, with factoring in, if you're in the one hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand dollar price range, there is a point nine supply uh, month supply. Point nine. Wow. Whoa. Now th- it gradually goes up, but for example, even in a three to three fifty uh, price range, there's a one point eight month supply. Three fifty to four hundred, a two point one month supply. If you're up above seven hundred thousand in price point. There is a 9.2 month supply. That kind of gives you an idea. Incidentally, if um, 
you want a copy of what we put out, send me an email, bob at com, and just put market report uh, in the subject line, and I'll send you out a copy of what we've got. And I'll give you, I'll just show you bro- broken down graphically price point and location for the most part. So anyway, so that's kind of interesting. Coming up a little later on in today's show, I should tell you some tips on how you can compete with the cash of a home buyer when it comes to buying a home. And I think this is an interesting concept because not everybody, Chuck, what's your percentage of people who come to closing and are paying cash rather than financing? There is a fair amount. Um, but, uh, Oh, percentages, I don't know that I could give you a per- okay. percentage. Um, it's, Do you see it on the upswing, downswing? Do you see more cash? Oh, it's going up. It, it seems to be going up, yeah. Yep. And I would, I would credit that mostly the ones I see are folks who are downsizing. Mm-hmm. You know, they've sold the home they've lived in for the last 10 years, and, you know, all the kids are out of the house. So they're then taking that cash and buying someplace smaller. I was reading a report. I don't know if you guys know this, and our listeners know this, that um, – we, in my age, I'm considered a baby boomer. Maybe, Chuck, you might or not. I tagged the last year. Me too. Okay. Did you know that there's a there's a breakdown of an older baby boomer and a younger baby boomer? So if you're between 54 and, and 64, you're considered a younger baby boomer. And then 65 to 75-ish, you're an older baby boomer. That was a report that was released by the National Association of Realtors when they did a breakdown of buying habits that came out this past week. So I, I thought that was of interest since now, I guess I'm right on the cusp. So I'm 65. I just turned 65 June 21st. And I guess I'm right there. Maybe I might, I don't want to consider myself an older baby boomer. I mean, that's a whole new category for me. But Anyway, just letting you know, so there's a whole new way of looking at things. I wonder if there's going to be a younger millennial, older millennial, who knows? Anyway, that's something that was just released. Something else that we're seeing, and this was probably, you're going to say, I knew this was going to happen. A new survey out, urban dwellers across the U.S. are continuing to show an increased appetite for suburban homes. Uh, It's a trend brought about by the desire for more space and flexibility to work from home amid the coronavirus pandemic. So what we're saying is people who are living in our city dwellers are saying, I don't like, and again, this is not maybe necessarily Louisville, but you, you could, you could point out it, it could be Louisville. They want to live out in the county country or um, where they've got land, more land to um, spread out. Looking back and Brad, do you track where you, you go for? Yeah, we do. We, we do a lot of tracking. We have not done as many, um, homes condos downtown uh as we typically have this year Mm -hmm. uh far fewer uh we are doing a lot more homes that are over two hundred fifty thousand sales price uh than we historically have uh so that would indicate it's moved us a little bit you know further out of the uh the central business portion of louisville for sure when you look at the dots on the map where where we've gotten the the circles moved just a little bit away from the the very center of town um the um and just so you know during the second quarter of this year 51 percent of home searches just just searching by urban residents of the 100 largest metro areas were found looking for suburban properties near near their town so Mm -hmm. there is a difference here there is a change and a shift 
that COVID's created. I'm not sure if it's going to continue once this gets past us, if it does. Chuck, when it comes to closings, are you seeing people from your office, you're centrally located just um, mm -hmm. near 64 in Hurstburn. Are you seeing uh, realtors using you from a specific region or is it coming from all over the metro area? Uh, typically, well, it's always been, you know how that goes. Um, East End uh, properties, uh, mm -hmm. Oklahoma East, usually try to close out in this neck of the woods. There's several offices that seem to serve the uh, south end and... Um, you know, it's we still see a smattering from that neck of the woods, but mm -hmm. uh, mostly it's the um, the city proper moving kind of south southeast. I uh, I would tell you it's funny. I had a call from a client of mine this week who said to me, "Listen, we listened to Chuck and you and Brad and everybody else on the radio show. Does Chuck do and I don't remember what the topic was or the subject was this type of law?" And I. All of a sudden, in my head, I heard you say the words, if you don't do it, do it. You know I know somebody who does. Right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. You'll, you'll probably get calls from people who are, and he's a good source because he's got a lot of good friends in the, in the community who has, have um, uh, connections to whatever is needed to yeah. be done. I'll tell you, I was always kind of uh, slim on employment law attorneys. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I don't do anything with that. Uh, but I ran into a couple this week with really great references. Oh, so. good. Good, good, good. Yeah. So that, that helps. In, yeah. Are we seeing an upturn? Maybe we are because of COVID that is a need for uh, attorneys doing uh, employment law? No, I don't no? think so. Okay, okay. I wonder. Right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, tips on how to compete with cash home buyers when you're buying a home. Also, we'll start something with regards to double checking uh, some of the areas in your home to make sure they're safe, especially we're staying home a lot more and with the winter and fall coming just around the corner. We need to double check and we'll see how our group here, Chuck and Brad, uh, stack up and myself on uh, some of these uh, safety checks. Again, coming from their individual studios or homes or offices, uh, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. And you can reach me. We're desperately looking for homes, I keep saying that, to put on the market and sell because we do sell them quite a bit, quite often, quite quickly, 376 5483 is my direct number. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we are able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team. Get home team. 
Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. As a real estate investor, I look for sharp agents who really know their market. Agents who do so much business, they can find me the right investment property and sell it for the most money without drama. When I need real estate advice in Louisville, I call Bob and Greg Sokola. Their innovative marketing attracts hundreds of buyers every month, which creates more demand for your home, selling it faster and for more money. They guarantee to sell it on your timeline or they'll buy it. Call the agents I trust, Bob and Greg Sokoler, and avoid the drama. Thank you, Barbara Crocker, News Radio 840 WHS. Bob Sokoler and Barbara's talking about our guaranteed sell program, which we not only do that, but we come out, we can tell you what it will sell for. You can cancel at any time with the guaranteed sell program. There's no extra fees. Or you can just do what we do with most of our clients, and that is we just list and sell for top dollar and as quickly as possible. Back with us, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. You can reach me anytime, Bob Sekoler, at 376-5483. A reminder, seller workshop coming up August 27th from 7 to 8 p.m. We're talking pricing, best marketing plan, staging tips, creating competition. We'll answer your questions live on a free Zoom meeting. No obligation, just send me an email, bob at com, and put seller workshop in the subject line. Also, if you want to see what people are writing about us, go to louisvillezillow.com or what people are saying about us, louisvillesellerstalk.com. So, all right, so if you're a buyer, one of the things that you're up against, besides heavy competition, and we've talked about this, guys, happens to be people come in with cash and you're up against with a mortgage. could be very difficult, but there are some key items that you can think about is getting a mortgage pre-approved before you start looking. At least you have a piece of paper in your hand that tells you what you can afford and having a pre-approval letter will help you compete with cash buyers. Going one step further, if the loan officer does the due diligence, and Chuck, you probably can speak to this, if a loan officer does the due diligence, checks your credit, checks your employment, things like that, they can cross that off one of the requirements that's needed for that um, pre-approval letter. I don't know if you see these. Yeah. Also, yeah, the higher, more you get up front, the quicker it goes. That's right. So you want to make sure all the dots are, all the boxes are checked, I's dotted, T's crossed. If you are looking for a house, you should pair up with a real estate agent who's full-time. And that way, develop a relationship, even go out to a cup of coffee, find out how that individual works, uh, it's a good time to create a bond of uh, someone who will go to battle for you and uh, during a bidding war and is there for you whenever you need it. Uh, we've got 15 agents who are with us. You can reach me and I'll put you in contact with them at 376-5483. Again, this one I'm going to throw at, uh, at Chuck because there is some controversy about this particular thing. And that is writing a letter to the seller. So you find the perfect house of your dreams, your family, and you want to move and buy that house, you write a letter and you write it to the owner 
of a home that typically, hopefully, handwriting is legible, if not type it, but tells you from your heart why you like that home and how you'll keep it up and cherish it as that seller has. The controversy on this, Chuck, comes down to uh, is there discrimination by the name that you put on the, on the end of the letter? If you approve, include a picture or video, which has been done, that in itself, there could be claims of discrimination. So we've got to be very careful about what's being said. You hear any of this coming down the line? I have not actually seen it. I've heard something about letters going mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, realtors arguing back and forth whether it's effective or not. But what kind of discrimination are you talking about? If I send you a video and you see that uh, you don't like my exactly. race or whatever, exactly. you would That's discriminate against yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's a topic that's being discussed nationwide yeah. in some locations. It's no longer being pro allowed. Yeah, to be done. yeah. I, I can see where it would it would give the opportunity. I don't know that it would. I mean, you're going to see names anyhow at some point. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's something to think about. We're watching it, but uh, just so you know mm -hmm. that that is something that's being done. At least writing yeah. a letter is allowed at this point. And where then, do you fall on the letter writing as to whether it's efficacious or not? You know. I, uh, I will accept those for, on behalf of my sellers and pass them on unless my seller tells me I don't want to see a letter. But mm -hmm. at this point, we have nothing that says you cannot use a letter or write a letter. And I think- Have you seen them work? They have. Absolutely. Without question, it works. Okay. I think um, when you're running, especially if both offers are in the very close price range okay. and maybe one's cash and one's- um, a mortgage, maybe the buyer or, or the seller goes for the cash. But at the same time, I've seen the opposite go as, as well. And then if there's the same basic guidelines, same price, same conditions, terms, uh, a letter will win uh, on more than it won't. So it, it just tells the seller, hey, I really love your home, things like that. And it, gets to, it speaks to their heart. Uh, then one more thing is have your agent find out what the seller's timeline is and get agreed to it. So if a seller says, listen, I can sell a home, but I can't move out for 60 days. So write your offer that reflects a 60-day agreement. Make sure your mortgage is locked in for 60 days, things like that. Those are I'm seeing more of that, actually. Uh, uh. Post-closing possession agreements, uh, you know, uh, didn't seem to be on a complete downturn for the last uh, five, six years. Uh, but I've been seeing a lot more of them. Uh, people are just so hot to get the house, uh, realizing that the seller is not going to be able to get out in that time frame. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it makes an interesting, uh, an interesting part of the offer, I think. We've been talking about reverse contingencies over the past couple of weeks in that mm -hmm. you accept the offer. Let's say it's a $200,000 house. You accept the price, but you counter back and say that the contract deadlines, the dates don't actually begin for 15 days and there's a right of refusal so that the seller is able to find a house. And if they can't find a house, you can add that the contract is null and void. Hmm. The longer the days in that, reverse contingency, which is what I'm calling, the less ooh, it, inviting it will be to the buyer of your house. But it's another option, another level of waiting to delay the actual um, yeah. moving forward. Yep. Yeah. All right. So uh, those are some of the things. Let's move forward ourselves in what we've got left time-wise. How safe is your home? And uh, Brad, we're going to rely on you, but let's do a little litmus test here. How safe 
is your medicine chase chest? Have you guys, I've, I've got two. I take it each of us have a medicine chest. I know you yeah, have a lot of medicine, sure. right? Yeah. It might be convenient to keep your medications in the cabinet, but if you have children in the home, you're safer keeping drugs, both prescription and over the counter, in a locked cabinet or drawer. I know that's a good idea. It is a good idea. Many of us kids are grown. Yeah, yeah, mine are too. Grand grandkids. But I yeah. got a question about that, Bob. Yeah. When you're when you're advising somebody who's uh, listing a home for mm-hmm. sale, mm-hmm. do you advise them to lock up all of their prescriptions and without things? question? Yeah. Okay. And I think truthfully, agents are licensed, um, and I personally don't think you're going to see a problem there. But why invite no. a problem, right? Right. Well, and, and just just because you you don't you know the agent may be in there with other with other folks that you right. don't know that right. don't have the same kind of backgrounds run on them. So exactly. And I was curious because yeah. I mean during home inspections, I'm I'm often surprised by how many things we see that are just laying out on counters, yeah. and it's just like it doesn't it doesn't seem like that would be the wisest thing to do. That's a very good point, Brad. Uh, Never leave valuables in plain sight. And I would highly suggest not only valuables, drugs, prescriptions, things like that, but also even um, uh, ammunition and guns. uh, Put them locked up in a a place. Absolutely. Yep. Moving on. Stove and oven. The kitchen's another um, room laden with dual dangers in case of uh, fires, burns, um, aside from a simmering... Uh, pot roast or something in a slow cooker. What happened, Chuck? You were looking at your hands on the video. Yeah, it's going, you know, hey, burns everywhere. Oh, do you really? Because, so if you don't know, Chuck is uh, a very good cook. Um, but so you'd be apt to, but this is a, a big problem. I mean, correct? Mm-hmm. I, I would tell you, do yeah. we, Chuck, yes. Chuck, you burn yourself. Have yeah, you had any fire? It, it's not a Sunday unless uh, somebody's, <laughs> it, unless you burn yourself, basically. Oh, yeah, uh, but uh, fires, you know, I've flambe things, so that's a fire, but it's controlled. So of the folks who are the three of us, Brad, Chuck, and myself, do all of us have fire extinguishers in yes. our kitchen? Yes. yes. And I do, Absolutely. too. So that, that's true. Do you know exactly where they are and have yes. you checked to see if they're charged? Yes. You have yes. okay, so that yes. expect that I expect expira- I have an expiration date on it, so I know when to when to throw yeah, it out. Yeah, I guarantee it's, you you, yeah. you keep those. Yeah, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to I want to point one other thing out. The a real danger for those folks that do not have the anti tip device yes. on their stove, because you know that is a that's been I don't know how many years they've been installing those, maybe five or six years. It's basically just a little foot that the stove will slide into. Mm-hmm. And so if a child opens the door and climbs on the door, it will not topple the stove onto them. So home inspectors are always going to look for those. So we're trying to tip, okay. tip those stoves. So yeah, we want to see those anti-tip devices. They're only a few dollars at any of your home improvement stores. They're easy to screw into the floor. And like I said, the stove just slides back in and it just holds that back foot in place so the stove mm-hmm. doesn't tip up. Uh, and do you, you don't look for uh, fire extinguishers, I take it. No. I that's wonder out if you outside should. the scope. Well, it's yeah, outside no, I know. the scope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, no, those are those are great safety items, but, yeah, not anything that we inspect for. But the, the anti-tip we do. And, and quickly, just so you know, um, you mentioned expiration date. A friend of mine, Michelle, was over at my house going through uh, my refrigerator and <laughs> threw out a third of everything in there. 
And did you know that almond milk expires once you yeah. open it in seven days? Yeah. I thought it was two or three months. Okay. So, so, so the dates are best by. They yeah. aren't. It's rotten if it's after. But, uh, yeah, once you've opened it, you're, you've started a clock. Yeah. You could probably keep it closed, unopened for an extensive period of time. time. But, yeah. yeah, but once you open it, uh, it well, I would say I have egg on my face from that conversation with Michelle, but she threw those eggs out as well. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the eggs you've got there, yeah. the, the use by date on those, yeah. they're already thirty to sixty days old. Oh, that's not good. So, uh, this is such an interesting topic in terms of safety, and it's important. I think what we'll do, let's table what we have, and yeah. we'll, we'll resume this. There goes my phone. You would think that it would already have. Uh, Turn my phone off. I guess I didn't. I thought I did. Anyway, we'll resume this next week with safety tips. I think that's really an important topic, especially as we're spending more time in our homes uh, as we go into the uh, fall and, and winter. We are out of time. My thanks to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. He does a great job closing. He's also, as you mentioned, a good cook and tells some great yarns while you're sitting at the table signing documents. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. Thank you both for being here. Enjoy son, the week. Son Greg, by the way, is out shooting photography again for uh, listings, so that just tells you how busy we are. And then a reminder, the Seller Workshop, August 27th, 7 to 8 p.m., free of charge, no obligation. We'll talk about pricing, best marketing plan, staging tips, creating competition, and many more things. Uh, send me an email, uh, bobatlisalouisville.com, and put workshop in the subject line. We're out of time. We'll see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.